What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Shoes from Three Guys Talking. You're listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Here's Alex Wright, the German. If you want to know what the Germans are about, pick me, and you're going to have a hell of a victory. I promise. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Ring General Radio Hour. Now, coming down to the microphone, hailing from the Queen City, the team of the Minnesota Mystics, Matt Nelson and John O'Beaver. A chip. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> pan, pan, okay, that's too much. That way. Okay. I'll give you a little stuff. bit. A little bit more. Keep going. Get those cans right. Yep. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Now let's restart the show. <laughs> God damn, man. Well, we were testing all this out beforehand. You are so picky. It, you are one of the pickiest people I know. You're like, I, so, I have, you're like somebody that I know that picks out peas and carrots and onions from fried rice. <laughs> I have a writer in my contract. <laughs> you take out all the purple Skittles. Yeah, woo, woo, woo. You know it. That's about as writer as you're going to get. Ouch. Well, the, the real intro was going to be champion of the universe. Isaac Wenzel? Isaac Wenzel. <laughs> that fucking guy. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll tell you, there was 72 episodes of Total Divas. <laughs> Spanned five seasons. Welcome to Ring General Radio. You are here. We are live on the 4D Podcast Network from Thompson Home Studios. As always, you are listening to myself. I am one of your hosts. The 2015 Battle Bowl Trivia Grand Prix champion, Squire of Strong Style, the Red Star of Minnesota Kid Ketchup himself, John L. Beaver, joined by... Uh, you got the wild card of Wednesday night, the Pasty Paradox, the 2015, or 2016 a Grand Prix semifinalist, uh, Matty Atlantic, and uh, number one Matt, according to this next guy. Yeah, he's my uh, my number one Matt. I did famous Matt last week on Three Guys Talking. Made my number one, Matty Atlantic. 
And this this evening could get confusing because we have a second Maddie here. We do. Yes. This we do. We do. Uh, first, sorry, I am. Uh, <laughs> I get I get all like, oh yeah, we did. Well, that's right. <laughs> Shauna Keys is awesome. Uh, I am uh, Ring General Original, your producer this evening, and one time Dave Ryan in the morning show, almost co-host as well as uh, first round participant in 2015 <laughs> and 2016 Battle Bowl, Stubby J. And we have none other than a female perspective on the business. Not just a female perspective, a female outsider's perspective. Right. Who spends a lot of time on the inside with me. (laughs) (laughs) She is none other than my fiance. You've heard me talk about her quite a lot. Her name is, well, do you have a moniker? Yeah, um, you can just say the drummer from the Toxines or the Queen of Mean. Oh, I like the Queen of Mean. Um. Little tidbit that uh, beginning intro I have that you might recognize my voice from there. Um, my talking voice sounds like a twelve-year-old boy, <laughs> but I am a twenty-eight-year-old woman. Um, but anyway, we're doing that uh, you know intro in the bathroom at our apartment, really professional acoustics. And uh, John made me do it about twelve she times. She had to read it so many times. I was like, no, that's not <laughs> how they would say it. Yeah, we normally don't work together creatively because it's a power struggle. <laughs> but it is. We'll see how this pans out. Yeah, we will. Uh, we brought her in because well, couple reasons. Um, we uh, we have been talking a while, um, and we still got to get Julie on the show at we some do. point. Yes, but we've been talking a while about forcing our <laughs> female counterparts to watch an entire event from start to finish and give us their and then perspective. Uh, Maddie actually watched all of Battleground, most of Raw, and then most, if not all, of SmackDown. So yeah. she put in just as much time as we. Uh, are you as exhausted as we are? Yeah, I think that they're doing too much. It's uh, how do you guys get all this done in a week? I don't know. I, it would be hard well, to prepare. You guys, and I mean, you guys get to watch the Hulu version. I, I go through the actual three hours of Raw and the two hours of SmackDown. Dude, I just watch the YouTube version, and I'm done in a half an hour. Yeah. I get everything I need. Hulu's disappointing, though, because there's this ad on there now for HPV that's really guilt-tripping parents to get their kids tested. Yeah. That seems like <laughs> a really good <laughs> ad to have while you watch dudes in tights roll around. For sure. It's like, for about well, the hours. funny thing is that, like, you know, it's it's like... If my parents had known that I could get a vaccine when I was 12, I wouldn't have cancer now. And then it cuts <laughs> to the kid just like standing, staring at the camera, and he's like, will you know and take the necessary precautions for your kid? And it's just like, why are you guilt tripping? Like, you didn't even have a computer then. Like, how would they know? <laughs> like, you're 26 now. When you were 12, like, like there was, you know... HDTV wasn't even around. How are you supposed to find out about <laughs> HPV? <laughs> it was like two years ago during the Super Bowl. Uh, there was a commercial of this kid who was like... A kid that drowned? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, super buzzkill. Yeah, like, oh my God, I'm not going to... And it was a nationwide and commercial. Are you getting a buzz off that organic, whatever that is? I wish. <laughs> But he's like, but he's like, I'm not going to be able to, you know, take bike rides with my friends, and I'm not going to be able to go on adventures with my best friend. And he's like, oh. hanging out with his dog, and he's like, I can't do all of this because I died. Wait, they brought him back from the dead. Yeah, well, it was like his, like, you know, perspective. If he didn't die, oh, he's like, okay. I, I, I wasn't able to do all that stuff because I died. And it's like, <laughs> now I just haunt the pool that yeah. I drowned in. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what no. was this a commercial for? Nationwide, like insurance. <laughs> insurance is going to save him? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you know, no bike ride because I died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How would you love to be like the, the child actor that's like... 
<laughs> okay, now you're playing a dead kid, a real kid <laughs> that's actually dead. You're him, but you're dead. Okay? Get in character. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you just it, it's not what a dead person sounds like i'm sorry i always it, it always makes me laugh because it's like the uh just i just think of like the newest jungle book mm-hmm. and how there was a kid in front of a green screen acting to like probably a tennis ball on a stick and i just imagine the director just being like cut cut Chad, this kid can't act. He's in there with Sir Ben Kingsley. It's just a tennis ball. It's, <laughs> it's a tiger. It's a tiger. It's a the racquetball's the bear. The tennis ball's the tiger. Pay attention. You get, the kid can't even work off Bill Murray. I mean, I'm, but, what, I'm okay. This is a wrestling show. Uh, believe it or not, we always we've been doing that more and more lately. Well, here's the thing. This is I'm just gonna quickly swing one of these as well. Um, two weeks ago, twins and losses were here. Um, doing their show, and we did the first segment, which was sports, 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 and then the second segment, they're, they're like, "Those guys at Ring Generals, all you guys do is talk about fucking food <laughs> during that first half hour, and then I get all hungry." We spent the entire second segment, which was a good forty forty five <laughs> minutes, talking about nothing but food, and you guys had the influence on it. <laughs> well, I bet you anything, I know exactly who was bitching about that. It was probably Panda Pete. It was Dan McCarthy. Well. <laughs> Panda Pete's got something coming to him tonight because we have uh, quite the stacked show. Um, like I said, we have the outsider's perspective. We're going to talk about Battleground with Maddie. We'll talk about the new Raw, the new SmackDown. Uh, we also have a three-count countdown <laughs> that uh, we were going to talk about Battleground takeaways, and then I thought, you know what? We're, we're already going to be talking Battleground. We're going to have a lady in-house. That's right. How about we tell her... What our three count countdown of sexiest male wrestlers right. is from our perspective. Our perspective for this all time. Be, this is going to be a fun show. I yeah, can find I beauty so. in a man. Absolutely. Oh, heck yes. Mm-hmm. There's, there's uh, at least six of them that we're, uh, we're going to share tonight. But there's, there's a longer list that, uh, yeah. that we can go down. Wait, uh, the, I, I'll, have, I'll, give you, I'll give it to you later. But there's one that didn't yeah. make my list that I was arguing with her about before we came. <laughs> Brodus Clay? Uh, no. Oh. No. Um, Brodus Clay we brought because he is actually the first figure that Maddie bought me that actually propelled me back into what is now a multi-thousand dollar investment. Yeah. Yeah. Which, speaking of which, uh, if people go to our... broke his sobriety. (laughs) I know. We really regressed. I don't... People go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ringgeneralradio. There is a video on there. Uh, from whatculture.com uh, did the top 10 most expensive figures. Lo- right let me now. guess. Uh, we uh, call them figs. That's the lingo. Let me guess number one was uh, Greg Valentine. No, because Valentine's a racist. Um, <laughs> the number one was the, I believe they said it was the TJN. Uh, no, it wasn't even a TJN. It was a Kamala. Um, like the, uh, figures. the Kamala with the, with the, with the moon on the with belly. With the moon yeah. on the yeah. belly, yep. See, I a lot of people because the Kamala with the moon on the belly is still up in the air as to whether or not it exists. They said there's only twenty five. They there was myth that only twenty five were made. But there was one advertisement that was in a magazine about a honky tonk, uh, like a rhythm and blues version of Greg Valentine. Hmm. That I have a picture. I'll even put it on our t- Twitter feed uh, here in a moment. But it's uh, I have a picture of Zack Ryder holding it. That figure is worth about twenty five grand because Jesus. it did not get produced beyond that advertisement. Mm. So I mean, interesting stuff. Figures are crazy interesting. Yeah, take but, a look at that video though. It's a it's a really well done video. Well, we'll talk some figures too. And then we also speaking of figures, three 
is a nice round figure, and that's what we're going to be going for tonight. We are going to bring uh, a top three performance. We have to go for true thirds, and this was Jake's idea, uh, mm-hmm. trivia master as he is. Uh, Battle Bowl Trivia Grand Prix 2016 concluded last week with Isaac Wenzel beating Jimmy Bellamy. Mm-hmm. Made me feel pretty good because he beat both of us, Matt. He did, yes. Um, Ran roughshod through the, through the tournament this year. And what a great story. You know, we have a picture of, <laughs> you know, that, that, that timeless picture, and he gets his revenge finally. He does. And uh, tonight, Matty Atlantic will be taking on Panda Pete. If you, you have a few moments while we do our dirt sheets to log on to at ring underscore generals on Twitter and vote for who you think will take true thirds is what we're calling it. Who is taking the true third place spot? Matt, let me just tell you, it had better be you. <laughs> I hope so. I, uh, on the way here, I, I had some uh, Korean barbecue beef jerky just to, to whet my appetite for, for somebody like Panda Pete. You're a fucking carnivorium? What are yeah. you doing? No, like, he's a racist. I'm going, <laughs> I don't give a shit if he's endangered. He's going down tonight. Yeah. <laughs> or or not. I actually voted for Panda. I didn't know that. Ball, so. <laughs> I didn't know Koreans were endangered. Um, <laughs> is he not Korean? Panda. Pandas are endangered. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's still now he's a racist. We'll find out. <laughs> well, let's let's not waste any more time talking about racism. Let's get right down to our dirt sheets, huh? <laughs> Matt, I know you always got something fresh for us. Yeah, and uh, for the last, well, I'd probably say four weeks now, it's been all about Brock Lesnar, and it's not going to change tonight. Uh, WWE will not be disciplining Brock Lesnar for his two failed drug tests leading up to UFC 200. Uh, per a TMZ report, they quoted a WWE spokesperson, quote, only full-time WWE performers are subject to the organization's wellness policy. Oh, wow. Which prohibits PEDs, but since Brock isn't a full-time performer, he's essentially exempt. Wait a minute. Adam Rose only, like, performed on main event. How does that count? <laughs> that seems unfair. It is It is strange, and this is the first time we're hearing about this, but I don't think it's, it's something that's going to come up all that often, but... Do you think it's something they kind of... They can't afford to lose him, and that's, yeah. that's, that's entirely what they're doing. They can't, they, there's no way they could ever afford to lose... They're, the, they're more, more or less massaging the wellness policy rules right now just to kind of make it so that they don't lose one of their top draws. I get it. It's, it's just kind of a, a bizarre way to take this story. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. It's a little confusing to me. Did we ever find... I, even, I thought they had released even, what Roman Reigns was flagged for. I think it was uh, the same thing that uh, Adam Rose was the uh, Oreo flavored churros. Exactly. <laughs> um, but had had the WWE suspended was it Adderall? Yeah, that's what I think it was for for Reigns. Roman Reigns takes Adderall. But had they had oh, they really hyper, had the WWE actually done like a thirty day suspension? Like when this all came out, they, they'd still have him for SummerSlam, and they'd be a little bit more consistent because right. I can't. There's no way that goes over well with somebody like a Roman Reigns. Not that he can do anything about it. <laughs> what I thought it was kind of kind of funny is uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about this, but the highlight reel with with Randy Orton on Sunday night. Orton 
uh, brought up that Lesnar might was on something, and hasn't Orton been suspended twice? Yep, for the wellness. So I'm like, yeah, you should throw stones, buddy. But yeah, Brock is uh, no repercussions from the WWE, but uh, doesn't mean he's getting his two and a half million dollars back from the UFC. I'm interested um, to see if what they did to the decision of the uh, the actual fight because normally they don't let that. Uh, I'm actually going to check it out here real quick. I think it's worth looking at. But yeah, WWE will not punish, which is weird because I don't know what they would do to punish him. Um, But uh, yeah, it's still listed as a uh, unanimous decision victory for Brock Lesnar. So uh, a little odd that they didn't uh, overturn that. Because normally you'd get uh, at least a no contest, if not a disqualification. And I, I think it's safe to say that the the uh, whole fiasco is not sitting well with one Mr. Mark Hunt. I can't imagine it would. <laughs> the guy already has like a like a litany of advantages, size wise and strength wise and speed wise, and then all of a sudden he's flagged for like drinking for taking V <laughs> from True Blood. <laughs> uh Okay, well, I might have a little something here. Good. Um, not going to leave it all up to you. Uh, so we're talking brand split, um, and there's not much to go off of here aside from the fact that Roman Reigns wrestled a dark match after SmackDown went off the air. What's wrong with this picture? Isn't he drafted to Raw? He's a Raw draftee. Yeah. He shouldn't even be in the arena. <laughs> Like, you know, you you either go all the way or you don't go at all. And Seth Rollins was also um, in that match, which Seth Rollins is on Raw. Raw as well, So, yes. it's to me, it's just... I think it's... Get your I, shit together, I'm guys. guessing that they're going to do the same thing for Raw shows up, some SmackDown performers, and do dark matches. You think you think that's a good idea? Uh, for, for the live audiences, obviously, it's going to make it... Am I making a big deal out of nothing? I understand where you're coming from. I mean, if we're going to do this, you you want to be consistent, like with the wellness policy. Um, But at the same time, you you still want to see like Cena and Reigns kind of mix it up. Just having like I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Like when we when they were doing the the brand slip before, they ultimately combined pay-per-views so that they could have those interactions and i think it went over well back then it was only the big four that they did though did they like have bragging rights and well later on yeah Yeah. when they had them all on the same thing but now with the introduction of coming up in september where smackdown's gonna have their own pay-per-views raw's gonna have their own and then they just use the big four as their combined ones but even in those, you won't have the raw performers going up against SmackDown performers. This just kind of throws them a bone. I, I, I don't know if you're going to see a whole lot of it, but yeah. Well, we've already seen Seth Rollins bone. <laughs> uh, speaking of boned, uh, a formerly boned Ginger Mahal has changed his name back to Ginger and also signed with the WWE, according to Pro Wrestling Insider Elite. Is he going to, him and Heath Slater going to hang out now? Or? He will be assigned to work on the Raw brand, um, being that Heath Slater, as far as I could tell, is still, uh, his future is still up in the air. <laughs> um, 
Hottest free agent out there. I think that was actually <laughs> the last thing me and Maddie watched yeah. before we came over here was the Heath Slater segment from SmackDown. It was good. I it thought was. we, we were fantastic. entertained. No, it was he, was getting, yeah. he was getting the right kind of heat. In you that know, segment. I mean, and he does make a point. You know, he is a three-time tag team champion. So he did lead. Well, Wade Barrett isn't around to, to challenge that. I wouldn't, <laughs> no, I wouldn't necessarily no, say Heath Slater led anything other than three-man band. But the thing is, is like he is what. Uh, Tyler Breeze was to NXT. He's that enhancement talent. Um, also, Kurt Hawkins is believed to have signed a deal and is going to be back on SmackDown. And this is in addition to Rhino coming to back to SmackDown. Um, and then they're also talking... Uh, so here's some other names that are up in the air. Uh, MVP, Carlito, Jimmy Wang Yang, Molina... Tommy Dreamer, and this is the one that really surprised me, Stevie Richards. <laughs> bring, back, bring back right to censor. Um, did you guys happen to see the Shelton Benjamin promo then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we actually we saw that. Didn't okay. care about that either. <laughs> Not a fan of Shelton Benjamin? I know. It's because you think he's black. Because <laughs> you think he is <laughs> black. <laughs> We're talking, a couple, we're talking about racism. Let's let's get it out on the table. <laughs> no, no, that's that's not it at all. I just don't. <laughs> you, you, you wanna be a, you, I just don't. You got a red face. Like God just, damn it, just, they figured I, me out. I just, I just, I just <laughs> don't like Sheldon Benjamin. I've Why? never, I've never seen the dynamic of him. And not only that, but to be gone this long and then he comes back, it's like. Yeah, the promo yeah. shots looked clearly like VHS level. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say they could take like a from new the picture. U of M from 1987. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, it's just been so long, and then you know, sweet Shelton Benjamin's coming back. That's like saying, "Hey, man, we're gonna go ahead and strap Bob Backlund on with some tights and throw him in." That's there. like saying Brian Kendrick's gonna be in this cruiserweight tournament, and nobody and gave a shit about that either. <laughs> Yeah, not only that, but have you seen Brian Kendrick? He was about to make my list. Speaking of, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Cruiserweight Classic continues this evening, and uh, the Brian Kendrick is involved in one of the matches. He will be going up against Raul Mendoza. Uh, their matches include Tyson Ducks versus Zack Sabre Jr., Tony Nice versus Anthony Bennett, and Gerv Sira versus Drew Gulak. Um,. And it also, the news is kind of, or rumors are abounding that uh, several more of the Cruiserweight talent have been offered contracts. Uh, no no confirmation on signing yet, but uh, some of those being offered have been TJ Perkins, Cedric Alexander, Naum Dar, Akira Tozawa, and Zack Sabre Jr. Um I think the Zack Sabre Jr. and the uh, TJ Perkins are obvious uh, choices. As far as Zack Sabre Jr., though, it sounds like he's got enough obligations where he won't. if he does sign the deal with the WWE, he won't be here until 2017. Wow. And uh, I'm assuming they've... Uh, have they already signed Kota Ibushi? Kota Ibushi and Grand Malik. They sign, or Metalik. They, they signed those guys. Is it Metalik or Metallic? Metalik. If you ever want to know how to say something, listen to Moro and I'll say it. Yeah. Because he does his research. <laughs> he's, he's a pro's pro, that guy. Other than uh, the amount of uh, pop culture references he tries to cram in, that, that gets a little bit overwhelming, but... He's great. Love love Ronaldo. Uh, I love the new announced teams, to be honest. So, um, well, we're actually finally to a point in the Cruiserweight Classic where we don't know what's going to be going on because um, the quarterfinals are going to be taped 
or I, I don't know how far they are because I didn't get to see last week, but it looks like it's. Oh, I know where we're at. We're a little caught up in terms of tapage, or are, are we not? Not at all. So I should just forget I looked at this. Yep. Okay. Didn't see it. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, so there's a new movie that's uh, just been released uh, online, or more on the kind of streaming. Uh, platforms, but it features DDP, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Roddy Piper in his final oh. film role. And so let's have a listen here. Ooh, Goldie J Productions. It's called The Bet. You know, actually, grab a seat. I've been meaning to talk to you. You in second grade. Uh, Amanda Morrison. Yeah, Amanda. You guys have spent a lot of time together this summer. Yeah, she's uh, she's really great. You fucked her. You think she'd be okay with this whole bad thing you got going on? I have to sleep with twelve girls this summer, or the Lucases get my house. Yeah. Let's get. Okay, this is various shots of uh, craziness ensuing. Yep. It's like it's a little bit of pro wrestling in there. <laughs> um, we saw maybe uh, a total of, uh, let's say, if we add up all the Jake the Snake, DDP, and Roddy Piper, um, three seconds. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we also get a, a, a little sneak from uh, Tommy Dreamer, Edge and Christian's favorite. So. He makes a, a, a guest appearance in this film as well. I will uh, post that to both your Facebook page yeah, as well as my Twitter. <laughs> it's hey, you don't have to. It's available on almost any streaming service you can find. So if you want to see Roddy Piper in his final role, that's where you'll find it. Yeah. Oh, man, I had something else. Um, no, I actually I didn't. <laughs> No, it looks like uh, TNA's Matt Hardy is not letting this Bray Wyatt thing go. Um, he uh, he released a statement. Uh, broken Matt Hardy had put Bray Wyatt on notice. Brother Bray! I actually find fondness and appreciation for the Bray Wyatt, said Hardy. I see that he is driven by a higher power, much like I am driven and motivated and inspired and given the strength by the seven deities. And that's where I stopped reading. <laughs> but it goes on for like two more paragraphs. I'm sure there's a lot of great stuff in there. But, okay. Your, I, your segment came from your house that you share with your brother. Yeah, where you dirt bike. I feel like my hair is starting to look like broken Matt Hardy's. Mm. Yeah. It's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Messed up the beard, though. Yeah, so someday. Someday I'll, someday I'll get that uh, that twisted conductor's jacket. <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope. Uh, numbers for the week. Uh, Raw actually went up from 3133 last week to 3338 this week. Um, so last week, SmackDown was the, uh, was the larger draw. At a three one seven, they actually dropped to two seven four three this week. All right, we can do uh, we can do TNA Impact again, guys. Oh, finally! Now that they're back on Thursday nights, uh, the last week was now that their, they've retreated back to Thursday night. <laughs> they, uh, 
did their first show on Pop TV on Thursday nights last week. What are your guys' thoughts on uh, on numbers? So keep in mind, two weeks after Final Deletion, they did like a four hundred. So Maddie can make somewhat of an educated guess. What was it last time we did this? Uh, so Final Deletion, they did four hundred ten thousand viewers. Okay, so, so two weeks removed. Mm. First Thursday night on a new uh, three hundred pop three hundred and seventy thousand three hundred and seventy no way three hundred and ten thousand yeah well I, I just knocked down forty I mean four hundred and twenty thousand blazes <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, she's very optimistic about the impact brand uh, Stubby you're close three sixty two wow, yeah. wow. Well, good you, for them they were listening to three guys that way tires good. <laughs> So there you have it. All right. Well, those are your TNA numbers, and those have been your dirt sheets. <laughs> Just hang on tight here while I download the bet. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, if you're looking for a good use of your money, the WWE Million Dollar Replica Championship Belt, which is normally $420, is now going for a cool $329.99. Whoa. Which means they're probably making a new version that they'll debut next week. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna put it on SmackDown. Yeah, the honestly, that's probably the only title that was like extremely short lived that I still like. I, there's still value in it. To yeah, me. you still still kind of long for those days of the million dollar championship. Okay, well, we still have Battleground to talk about, and we still have Raw and SmackDown, which we will get to. But due to time. Um, we have bumped up what you've all come here to listen to, and that is the True Thirds, Maddie Atlantic versus Panda Pete. Proto Panda, right? Proto Panda. Here we go. Hi, guys. Shut up. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Is this, is this working? It's on. Don't it's you? We, we got you. you. Like to order? <laughs> we got you, brother. We got you. Battle, hey. battle, 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 battle Bowl 2016. The True Thirds. Final deletion. <laughs> the, yeah, the final deletion. Panda, say hello to uh, Maddie, Maddie May, my, my lovely fiance. Yeah. About that, hi, by the way. Shut nice up. to hear your voice finally. <laughs> uh, you can't have two Maddies. Like, you don't differentiate I know, it's, between it's, which one you're talking to. It's really and becoming a problem. And I get confused even when she's not in studio. I'm going to let She'd her like, answer oh, yeah. some of my questions tonight. Yeah. <laughs> she might do a better job than you I know, would. right? That's what I'm thinking. What, why do you think? <laughs> uh, Panda, I, I, know where I'm, I know where this game goes. <laughs> Yeah, we I, all do. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> We're the losers. Uh, don't, we are the jobbers. Don't you understand? It's us this week. Yeah, Jake. What uh, What's going on tonight? What's 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 happening? Well, just like the uh, the semifinals for this one, we are doing a, another around the horn, if you will. I've got one topic, multiple answers for these topics. We've got a total of five topics tonight for these guys, and it's all based off of. 
most WrestleMania oh, matches. Wrestling. All right, perfect. So I <laughs> I have got the top five wrestlers who have had the most WrestleMania matches. Wait, you're serious? Listen, I just hear me out. <laughs> okay, I've got the top five who had the most WrestleMania matches, and I have all of their opponents. All I need you guys to do is go back and forth on who their opponents were. Ooh. Now I will tell you this: I did not include thirty man battle royals. I did not include double names, so there are some wrestlers who fought somebody at two different manias. They're only on the list once, but I did include all participants from Money in the Banks. Okay, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Top five wrestlers for this. All right. Well, without further ado, Panda Pete, Proto Panda, are you ready? Yes. Maddie Atlantic. Pasty Paradox, Wild Card of Wednesday Night. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> Let's battle ball. All right. Panda in the air. I have got a one or a two. Uh, I'm number one. So we're going with one. That is correct. Well, you're going to be number, number three. three. Number three. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know. Uh, yes, it was a number one. Do you want to go first or second? I will go first. Okay, going first. Here we go. Seventeen names on this bad boy. Ooh. Triple H, the number five spot for most uh, WrestleMania matches. Or, sorry, most WrestleMania opponents. Number five, 17 opponents he's faced. Uh, Triple H. Uh, Roman Reigns. That is correct. Uh, The Undertaker. That is correct. Um, Brock Lesnar. That is correct. Daniel Bryan. That is correct. Um, The Celtic Warrior, Sheamus. That is incorrect. Damn it. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Correct. Ultimate Warrior. Incorrect. But Batista, Big Show, Booker T, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Goldust, John Cena, Kane, Mick Foley, Randy Orton, Sting, and The Rock. Oh, fuck. Face the Ultimate yep. Warrior at King of the Ring. It was King of the Ring. I was about to say, and then the Warrior got Goldust at WrestleMania, didn't mm-hmm. he? Shit. Did that? No. Yep. Wow. Okay. 20 opponents for this gentleman, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Uh, Triple H. Correct. Ric Flair. Correct. The Undertaker. Correct. Um, Taco Bell sounds pretty good, doesn't it, Panda? <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say Burger King. Oh, that sounds even better. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Razor Ramon Correct uh, Let's go Chris Jericho Correct 
Maddie say Triple H? Yep. She did. <laughs> oh, see, this is uh, unfair. It's a little peg team action <laughs> going on. I'm sure how I feel about that. Um, it's okay. He doesn't oh, know anything man. about wrestling. <laughs> That's true. Fair enough. Um, God damn it. Bret Hart. Correct. Jesus, why did that take so long? (laughs) I really hope that you're not making the same faces at home that Matt's making in studio right now. They're a pain. Um, My prediction is... not gonna lie, between the both of us, our mental fortitude is not what anybody would consider <laughs> high. It looks like he has hammer. Stone Cold. Yep, Steve Austin. Um. This shouldn't be nearly as hard as it is. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> Thirteen okay. names left on the list. Uh, Diesel. Correct. Mm-hmm. Macho Man. Incorrect. Did you just say Michaels versus Macho Man? Yeah. Would have been a hell of a match. I, I, actually, yeah. I have a story about that afterwards. Pete, you have got 12 names to pick from. Did anybody say uh, Cena? No, they didn't, but you did, and that's correct. Coolio. Um, nope, he didn't fight Coolio. <laughs> are you sure? Because they've had some very weird... It was a fantastic voyage. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, Hogan was at SummerSlam. That was not Mania. And Sean sold the shit out of it, too, which was hysterical. Um, I remember his... Kurt Angle. That is correct. Uh, Are you counting um, rockers as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh shit! Then I'm, um, Chris Benoit. That's correct. And, uh, did he fight Orton? That is incorrect, John. Do you think you can name some of these? Oh yeah. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is Tatanka. Tatanka is correct. <laughs> yep. Uh, WrestleMania nine, yeah. uh, the uh, the Orient Express, uh, individual names, uh, Sato and Tanaka. Good, yeah. Um, Demolition. Nope. Heart Foundation. No. Uh, nope. Uh, Vince McMahon is one yep. that you guys oh, both shit. missed. Uh, Tito Santana, uh, Haku. He fought. Hmm. Um, 
Akeem, the big boss man and the barbarian. See, I knew it was the older ones because, uh, like the yeah, the pow- the powers of towers, the twin towers, twin towers, yep. and yep. then uh, just his match with Tatanka. Because I remember mm-hmm. th- it was like the, that like, opened the show, and I remember thinking like this is a great pairing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Pete, you go first on this one. The Undertaker. Uh, Shane McMahon. Yes. Bray Wyatt. Yes. Brock Lesnar. Yep. Shawn Michaels. Yep. CM, I have a fist on my back punk. Yes. I told him just to cut it out. (laughs) (laughs) Triple H. Yep. Edge. Yes. Kane. Yep. Big Boss Man. Yes. Was it Yokozuna at Mania? Incorrect. Let's yeah. roll a rumble. Pete. Who did he say? Yokozuna. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who else has the Undertaker fought? Uh, Randy Orton. Correct. I've seen that vignette like 90,000 times and every opponent <laughs> The Undertaker's defeated and I can't remember fucking any of them <laughs> the, I remember this question burned me as well and uh, the key is to remember like the first five yeah. which nobody can yeah. ever remember um, Mark Henry correct Yeah, like, I have no idea who we fought, like, earlier than 2000 outside of Boss Man. Calling it? Um, uh, Owen Hart. Incorrect. John, you want to give some of these? Oh, I bet you I can. I know uh, he started with Snuka. Yep. Uh, he had Jake the Snake. Yep. Giant Gonzalez. Yep. Uh, King Kong Bundy. Yes. Did anybody say Ric Flair? Nope. But you did. Uh, you got four more if you can name them, or five more. Well, it doesn't matter. I didn't win Battle Bowl <laughs> right. this year, but uh, you know, Kane is one of them too. Uh, that was already said. Uh, A train. Say Diesel. Nope. Nobody said Diesel. Uh, A train. Batista. Big Show. And Psycho Sid. Psycho, Psycho Sid. Sid. <laughs> Often forgotten. Two more left. There's a reason for that. Two more left, Matt. You start with this one. The Big Show. 22 possible names. Ah. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> the Undertaker. Yep. Does Floyd Mayweather count? He does. 
Uh, Triple H. Yep. Just name off some of these old regulars. Aki Bono. Aki Bono is correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember the Aki Bono match. Yeah, that was gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Benoit. No. Did not fight Chris Benoit. Pete, you got a chance just to run away with a shitload here. 18 names left. Um, John Cena? Yep. Show never wins these matches either. No. That's the thing. Um. You got the Mayweather one though. That's this is a good pull. It was a solid. Uh, the Aki Bono, I think, was the. <laughs> that was another <laughs> solid pull. Mark Henry. Incorrect. Uh, yep. Yeah, you guys are missing a lot of them. Um, <laughs> what do you think? We don't, yeah. we don't follow the career of Big Show. Like Carlito, Carlito, Chris Masters, Cody Rhodes, Dean Ambrose, Edge, Ezekiel Jackson, Heath Slater, John Morrison, Gabriel Kane, Foley, Raven, Roman Reigns, R-Truth, Seth Rollins, The Rock, and Wade Barrett. Barrett. Yeah. Last one. 27 names on this list. The Demon Kane. Kane has fought, and, and this is not including 30-man battle royals, but 27 men on the list for Kane. Uh, I believe Pete started at the last one. What no. number is this? Number five. But then it's Pete. Pete, yep, you're yeah. up, Pete. Uh, Undertaker. Yes. Kane? Who's Kane? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, Christian. Yes. Um, Daniel Bryan. No. Oh. Oh, you, Matt. You can bring it around. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's Jesus. A- <laughs> Are you alive? Something happened? For those of you who don't know, that is Matt's tell. <laughs> that he doesn't know. No. Yeah, that he doesn't know if he goes... <laughs> Shelton Benjamin. Yep. Um, John Morrison. No. Shit. No John Morrison. <laughs> Where did John Morrison come from? It's those Money in the Bank ladder matches. Oh, yeah, I guess. Biggie Langston, Carlito, Chavo, Chris Masters, CM Punk, Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Evan Bourne, Finley, Jack Swagger, Kofi Kingston, Kurt Angle, Lance Storm, Mark Henry, Matt Hardy, MVP, Randy Orton, Raven, Road Dog, The Great, Kali, Big Show, Triple H, Val Venus as Chief Morley, and X-Pac. I gotta say, this is the first time in the history of any list that Chris Masters has been on two of them back-to-back. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but that, that, is, that is a list of real longevity winners. Right. <laughs> well, after uh, after a nice little round, uh, Maddie with two Ds, who is our winner this evening? Uh, let me check my abacus real quick. Let's see. I think you could use your fingers and toes. You don't need an abacus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a winner with Panda Pete. 
Panda Pete. I'm number three. I'm number yeah. three. If that's not a poop or a pee, like what is number three? <laughs> <laughs> that's both of them together. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a dish. Like a shark. It's a, that's, yeah, you, that's when yeah. your poop looks like pee. It's a diarrhea. It's the yeah. age-old question: Can you Panda. poop without peeing? <laughs> well, the age-old question is: uh, Watch WrestleMania <laughs> and remember everything. <laughs> uh, Panda, no, you had a next- score of twenty to Maddie Atlantic's sixteen. It feels good to back up at least the fact that I can beat Matty Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> the promos were worth it. The promos yes. were worth they it. They were effective. And I just want to say that we still made it further than Jono did this year. <laughs> I thought, Matt. Hey. Um, I also want to say that uh, that my bet paid off because I did. I did. Uh, I picked you to win this one. So yeah, it, and uh, the poll it was actually finished up, and there's actually 21 hours left in the poll. So <laughs> for those of you who are not streaming live, you still have a chance to get your predictions in there. But 40 uh, percent to Maddie Atlantic, 60 go to Panda Pete. So the Panda was the I just favorite. saw somebody vote. I literally just saw somebody <laughs> vote on your Twitter. Wasn't me. Um, Somebody's listening right now, and they cheated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's there's nothing in it for them. They just want to be right. They just want to be right. Let them be right, Panda. Congratulations, Panda Pete. The promos have paid off. You are our official third place um, for Battle Bowl Whatever the hell that's worth. Yeah, man. Very well done, man. Congratulations. Thank you. I can't wait to hear the fifth place, the seventh place, <laughs> the ninth place, the eleventh place. We already put Big uh, D in last place, dude. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so we won't have the thirty-first place match, but we will have. All right, got it. Pete, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at Excitebike Rocks on Twitter. Dick. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at PandaPete21. You can find my writing on twinsandlosses.com or allthingswrestlingradio.com. Listen to Twins and Losses Super Show drops this upcoming Tuesday at 8 a.m. And listen to All Things Wrestling Radio every Saturday morning at 8.20 on my talk 1490 out in the cross. Awesome. Very good. Congratulations. Go get some sleep, baby. Hey, also, uh, where when are we going to get to uh, hear your... Uh go at play by play from last weekend uh i'm going to find when they put the videos up on their youtube page i have my color commentary from the first time i ever did commentary on there and it's awful so i'm not <laughs> sharing it with anybody uh but this time i will when it goes up i'll definitely find it for i feel, uh, I feel like you too. i feel like you and i would make a good uh good color commentary team yeah i had uh isaac who is the 2016 battle Bowl trivia <laughs> champion that guy yeah, I've, uh, I've heard of him. Uh, he was caller. I did lead commentary, but uh, I'd, I'd take any three of you, except maybe Jono. Except maybe Jono. You really think I wouldn't do good doing commentary? I feel like you can't commentate with Burger King in your mouth. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but I could commentate with your dick in my mouth. <laughs> that doesn't. That I knew he was going to say that. I, uh, I don't know if that... That's not a good comeback. So I guess I, I, I guess <laughs> free blowies for you, Pete. Well done. Uh, I hope that studio is clean by the time I come in on Saturday to record. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man. Thanks again for calling. We appreciate it, brother. All right. Have a good show, guys. Later, buddy. Thanks, like for life. All right, night, bud. Yeah, Matt. I, 
I don't know if you're actually going to qualify for Battle Bowl no. next year. <laughs> no, you you made it uh, you made it further than either of uh, the other ring generals, which uh, you know something you can hang your hat on <laughs> when you get one. You know I do. <laughs> you know I will. All right. Well, that was exciting. Uh, that uh, that officially puts the uh, the final pin in the coffin for Battle Bowl trivia, which. Uh, for this year. For this year, yep, 2016. And if you want to see the final brackets and the final standings with the champion, first place and second place, they are now on at ring underscore generals on Twitter. I just put them up there myself. They're also on uh, your guys' Facebook page, facebook.com slash uh, ring general radio. Yeah. So um, how about some three counts? You want to do that? Yeah, let's do, uh, let's do our three count countdown. This evening, we are talking, thanks to the lovely Madeline May, drummer extraordinaire for the talk scenes. She also has her own business, which uh, I'm sure she will plug at the end of the show. PizzaHut.com. Pizza <laughs> <laughs> you can order online now. Uh, <laughs> sprinkle whatever you want on your crust. Uh, due to having a female perspective in studio, we are talking hottest Male pro wrestlers from the male's perspective. Matt, give us your count one. I will do just that. My count one this week. Um, this is a wrestler who who started off looking a lot different than he ended up, and uh, and that is going to be The Rock. Um, you the, you of course mean Dwayne the Rock. Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh. Yeah, for anybody who is. In, <laughs> Familiar with his work in the WWE, um, he's now uh, now a movie star. So, um, but yeah, he uh, when he started off, he had like the the weird kind of hair, the crazy the whatever you want. He kind of had him. like an Enzo Amore haircut, yeah. you know, with like the 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 palm tree top, yeah. and he had actually. I, I want to. So you you describe why you think he is good because I want Maddie to describe his debut gear as she sees it. Okay, uh, but yeah, he he metamorphosized from from this kind of doughy. He he looked he was a football player before he came to the WWE, and he looked like a football player. By the end of his run, he looked more like a professional wrestler. And then when he went off to Hollywood and he came back, now he looks like a man chiseled from granite. Um, but yeah, he's he's. I just think he's a he's an incredibly attractive gentleman, um, and his his abilities in the ring uh, kind of are are subsequent to that. So he's kind of a butterface. Like yeah, he's got a potato face with like googly eyes on it. You know, <laughs> gets that wide eyed look. But so I Matt, do love that picture of him holding a rock. Maddie, what do you, what would you do, how would you describe that that debut gear that he's wearing? What is that? So you know fashion. Yeah, I think he's got like a lazy Susan around his neck. <laughs> it's like a frock. <laughs> like a chessboard. Um, got some gold hanging, and then little leaflets. Clearly, he's ripping off uh, Macho Man with those strings. Those yeah, they look like streamers. little uh, streamers that yeah. uh, me and Matt, for some reason, found it necessary <laughs> to take home with us from Monday Night Raw when they came yeah, down. That was more you than me, but I, I yeah, definitely grab them. I definitely <laughs> helped, helped you in that endeavor. Um, so yeah, that's a good count one. I, I don't think anybody would doubt that uh, The Rock turned into quite the handsome man. Um, I'm starting to get kind of more of a crush now post wrestling on the guy uh, for his acting chops. Uh, the show Ballers on HBO is oh, so good. 
He does yeah. such a good job on it. We're running through, uh, me and Madeline, we are running through, we just call her Madeline. I think that'll mitigate any confusion. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. you said in the beginning, too. Yeah, it is. So, Pete, pull your head <laughs> out of your ass, okay? I did. I saw this video of The Rock recently where he was doing like one of his Make-A-Wish things, and I just feel so two-sided about it, because it's like, okay, you're doing a really nice thing. You kiss this girl. I, I don't know if she would what her condition was but you know um it's just mono. seems so cheap yeah yeah i just <laughs> i don't know it's like why do you know can't you do something nice for her but then he like had to film it for the internet to see and i don't know it's I, I don't know. it seems a little gray is it for area. her or is it for him you know and his you know like look how good i am i'm trying to be better than john cena <laughs> for doing stuff or you know realistically i don't think he'll ever come close to catching up with john cena no, uh, no. i think very few people will and does make a wish grant sexual wishes? <laughs> I always thought that like that was like a no fly zone. Like it was a kiss on the cheek, but I mean, but her wish he was got hard, to so. kiss. <laughs> yeah. her wish was to kiss the rock. the rock. I'm sure though, right? The rock got a little rock. Yeah, yeah. So, I can die now. <laughs> you go ahead and you die. <laughs> I feel good. I feel okay. Um, gave the rock a boner. Okay, <laughs> let's let's since made the rock turn into a rock. Since we're on the topic of boners, um, yeah, I'm starting I am, off with the rock. What do you get? Yeah, shot? my count one is uh, Maddie uh, or Madeline actually does not like this guy, um, but nope. I, especially in his like circa 1993, will say the bad guy. Razor Ramon. Are you serious? I am t- or if you want to really get hard, <laughs> take a look at him as the Diamond Stud in yeah. WCW. Oh that, my, I'll say that I'll, mustache. Yeah, Diamond Stud. Scott Hall. Oh, um, no. Yeah, no. Seriously, what bad. is? It? Tell me, tell me why? It's the curly little lock of hair in his. First in his of all, hair. when he was the Diamond Stud, his his uh, his body was like. Unbelievable. So if I'll, I will, I will give you this. If I'm gonna go Scott Hall, I'm gonna go back when he had like the Tom Selleck, the Magnum, yeah, the the, the big ass mustache back in the day. You, you've when, seen that back one? When he was big Scott Hall. When he was big Scott NWA, Hall. NWA. Yeah. No, homeboy, I remember. Homeboy had a solid mustache, a decent haircut. He didn't. So look, here, he didn't let's. Look like, I'm gonna show Maddie yeah. big Scott Hall. Okay. What do you, What do you think, Madeline? I I'm a little more into that than. Razor Ramon to be, because I mean Razor Ramon was, uh, his hair was always greasy. No, it yeah. was wet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Tell yourself that. Um, <laughs> he honestly looked like like I mean, I can somehow for some reason see this because you don't have any chest hair <laughs> that you just kind of envied I, the big tough. Yeah. I have like six. <laughs> <laughs> I literally They're do. All around like, his nipples. Too. You no, know, like don't, we don't. We have one right here. No, actually, well, and because we're brothers, we got kind of the same ordeal yeah, we, going. We got like we got the we got the hair floor. that stems from the belly button. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, treasure trail. There's it's no a, treasure. That's, yeah, <laughs> it's not exactly a trail. It's a full fucking map. It's more of like yeah, the treasure <laughs> map from <laughs> City Slickers Two: Legend of Curly's Gold. <laughs> it takes you to Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> With the size of our bellies, yes. <laughs> Everyone on the map. I don't give a shit what you guys say. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> and I think he was, like, cool, badass, and handsome as fuck. So. Yeah, we don't have to explain 
You don't have to explain your love to us. I don't. Yeah, fine. I don't have to explain my uh, <laughs> your attraction, my heterosexual attraction to <laughs> Razor Ramon, circa nineteen ninety three. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're let's let's do this. Let's do an all encompassing talk. Uh, we'll, we'll return from our break with count two. And then we'll talk uh, Battleground, we'll talk Raw, we'll talk New SmackDown, and then we'll bring you Count 3, and then we'll bring you home. How does that sound? I like it. Let's do it. All right. Well, over the break, this person did not make my count, even though I think he's handsome as hell, too. Panda Pete from Twins and Monsters Super Show, and you're listening to Ring General Radio on the 4D Podcast Network, the only show where the enforcer is shorter than the person he's trying to protect. 
I can only assume that he was talking about me. I think so. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, Panda. I think so. Celebrity <laughs> bir- or, uh, wrestler birthdays today, gentlemen. Dolph Ziggler has a birthday today. How old is Dolph? 34. I'm going to say he's 35. John takes that round. 36 years old. Triple H has got a birthday today. How old is Trips? 44. 47. Matt hits it on the nose. 47. Shannon Moore has a birthday today. What's she up to these days? <laughs> Having a birthday. <laughs> uh, Shannon Moore, he is 39. 42. Jono takes that when he's 37. Hmm. And today would have been Matt Bourne's birthday. What year did Matt Bourne pass away? Uh, Matt Bourne passed away. Doink the Clown. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 2006. Is that the you noise said, he made when he died? <laughs> no, it was uh, 2014. You sounded like Matt thinking on Battle Bowl there. 2010. Which one are you going <laughs> 2010. 2010. Matt? Uh, 08. Uh, John wins that one. 2013, he passed yeah, away. Yeah, 14. And uh, also a very, very big... <laughs> that's uh, that's young Ted. Uh, also, a very happy birthday to uh, our dad, uh, the yeah, one and only, uh, the one and only Glenn Beaver. It's his birthday today because uh, John doesn't know, and Matt's never met him. We're still going <laughs> to play this game. How old is Glenn Beaver today? Fifty-eight. I'm going to say he's sixty-three. What are the what are your guys' ages? That's not I turn, relevant. I'm thirty. I'm thirty seven. I turn thirty. The this oldest. Year. Yep. Ah, let's go fifty seven. My dad was nineteen when he had me. Jesus. It was a different time back then, man. <laughs> Actually, my mom was twenty when she had me. Uh, sixty four years old is is Glenn Beaver. So I was today. right there. Yeah, you won. Yeah, it's a sixty three. You win. I uh, I I'm actually went. Uh, yeah, I went to the Mike and Ike store because that uh, he is a candy junkie, which oh he has gosh, uh, passed yes. on to me. I got him a life size box. Um, that as tall as he is, get on. Yeah. No, That's I, awesome. no, I a massive box of uh, probably like three and a half pounds. Box was about the size of uh, our our mixer there. So Love it. That was nice. Nice. Very cool. Nice to get him something. Like classic, traditional Mike and Ike? No, it was actually uh, the Mega Mix, mm. which um, I don't think he's going to like. <laughs> Does it have good and plenties in there? He is the most picky eater. Um, oh, it's ridiculous. Not even picky. Like, will not eat it. <laughs> like, if you're going to... Like, here's how he takes his hamburger. Salt. Patty on the plate, burnt to a crisp with salt. <laughs> no cheese. No bun, unless he's getting it from Burger King. Burger King, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it is, and it is, like, well, overly well done, and there's a layer of salt on everything he eats. Yikes. A yeah. layer. Like, he would make, if we wanted popcorn, he would make two sets of popcorn, because one would be his, it's just soaked in salt and butter and then ours was just had the butter on it he's just trying to get that umami palette another thing that uh, since we're talking about cool things uh jake you showed me this last week and this uh, absolutely awesome to me um i'm a a figure collector as all of you know and the san diego comic-con uh has uh 
shown us some very awesome new figures that will be coming out. The thing that really hit me was they are actually, Mattel is redoing, uh, I would say re-releasing, not even re-releasing, like rebooting the old Hasbro series. Yep. With uh, it looks like the Undertaker, uh, Kevin Owens, Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Roman Reigns, and the Ultimate Warrior, and they look awesome. They have the same old school. Roman Reigns has the Python Punch. Yeah. Um. Just I I will be spending money on this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's get to count two. Let's do it. Uh, Sexy bitch. <laughs> do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm, no. I'm oh, hot and bothered. We're talking about so... the sexiest men in the industry. We are the best to judge that. It <laughs> couldn't be more obvious. Um, and then we have Madeline here to uh, rate our, our picks as well. So wow. my number two pick this week, um, probably somebody that Madeline isn't familiar with. Um, Gee, thanks, Matt. Uh, John Morrison. No, Jim Morrison's brother. Uh, he, yeah, that's kind of what they were going for with his character. Um, Johnny, he, Mundo, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro. Johnny Nitro. So he's uh, he was one of the first tough enough competitors that actually wound up. In There's the no WWE. way that oh, okay. Maddie won't find this guy attractive. Um, but yeah, he he's comes out to like a Jimi Hendrix <laughs> song. Um, <laughs> It's just an overtly. Do you have one without the sunglasses? <laughs> that's. I mean, you can wear sunglasses. Anybody looks attractive in sunglasses. This guy, I don't know where he goes to do his workouts at, but right. he's he's his what? his trainers making bank. I will give you. I'll, I'll give you a give take on this. Okay, the guy's body is ridiculous. Like he comes out and when he comes out in that ridiculous fur coat and his fur boots. His boots with the fur. You look at him and you just like, first when he comes out, you're like, okay, who is this character? And he takes that damn coat off and you're just like, oh, that's not right. That's <laughs> like, that's not, not even, that is not even fair. <laughs> he was on Tough Enough. He was on the year that I believe Maven won. Yeah, the first um, one. Right? Yeah. first year. He was actually on two. No, he was on Tough Enough too. That's the one that Maven won. No, he was on two seasons of Tough Enough. He was. One, he actually didn't make. Oh yes, because he right. didn't know what a spinner Rooney was. He didn't make. Was that the first one? Or was that the second one? That I think that was the first season, and he showed up. He had short hair, and they're like, he was obviously an amazing athlete, and they're like, can you do a spinner Rooney? And he was like, spinner Rooney. Was like, what the hell's a spinner Rooney? And they're like, you don't know what a spinner Rooney is. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, and then he did it, and literally didn't stop. Yeah. He like just kept going, <laughs> and like they're like, okay, you, wow. <laughs> But he didn't have, you know, enough, you know... Ring knowledge. Pizzazz, really. So, yeah, it was on the second one. He won... He actually won number three, co-winner with uh, Matt Capitale. Um, Because I remember watching him, he pulled off a standing shooting star press, which is something that you don't get to see much. Apollo Crews does it now. Um, Who else does it? Uh, Matt... uh, was, uh, Matthew Matt Cross does it as well. It's, it's uh, M Dog Twenty, who was yep. at the Russell Palooza, and so does uh, I want to say um, uh, the just had the match with Ricochet. Ricochet does it. Ricochet. One of yeah. the cruiserweights from last week did it too. It's 
it's becoming more popular. But when uh, when Morrison was kind of in the in the tough enough ranks, that was that was something you just didn't get to see very much. So. Well, and it was one of the things too that when he was on there, the he had the skill and he had the talent. He just didn't have the mic skills. But Foley said that he was one of the more impressive wrestler, you know, trained being trained wrestlers that he'd ever seen. Yeah, and the cool thing about it is that that was back when, like, seeing a shooting star off the top rope was hard. Yeah. Like, that, you didn't see those a lot. Well, that was when Matthews. Remember Josh Matthews forever wanted to do that one? Yeah, he wanted to be a high flyer because that's what his, st- that's what his size lent him to, but he ended up not being able to do a moonsault even. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Like, for me, if I was going to wrestle, I even though, like, Eric Cannon isn't really a high flyer, I feel like with my size compared to everybody else, I would have to be a flyer. And I'm about 10 years removed from flying anywhere. (laughs) I think just kind of harkening back to the Cruiserweight Classic, just being able to see that the Cruiserweights now are using so many different styles, it's it's cool that you're not just seeing high flyers. You're Mm -hmm. getting to see, like, strong style from from Cruiserweights. Well, you see some of the technical stuff, too, as well. Some brawlers. It's it's just great. It's it's kind of... uh, the, the evolution of that that uh, subset of wrestlers and it's it's cool to see so mm-hmm. john morrison is sexy as hell I, <laughs> I that was like my number one pick but then i thought you know what i'm attracted to so many more guys <laughs> <laughs> so my count two is actually in studio with us and it's you madeline no, i'm just kidding oh wait i'm a dude yeah. <laughs> no but you know who is the british bulldog circa 1992 Oh, hell. With the braids. Who's going to challenge me on this one? Uh, Please do. Me. Really? Yeah. Okay. The braids? Looks like Jamaican vacation. I don't know. (laughs) No way, Jose. Cultural appropriation. Whatever. (laughs) Matt, what do you think? I I think he's got one of those butter faces. I don't think his face is, is... Extremely, but he's got an amazing body on him. The guy um, in the back in those days of uh, of juicing, uh, he was right <laughs> at the top of the list as far as guys you wanted to model your physique after. You really don't think he's like an attractive dude? I liked it when he came back without the braids, know, the short, the, the buzz cut. No, 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 not even oh. the buzz cut. Like when he first came back, minus the braids, SummerSlam '96. Well, I it was I was um, yeah, it was ninety five. It was a cage match where Bret Hart took on Owen Hart, and he was sitting ringside, and Neidhart came in to distract because Neidhart was working with Owen Hart. Bulldog actually jumped the rails then to help out Bret, but his physique was way more ripped. He was way more toned, but then like he still had his hair was still kind of curly and crimped from the braids from being before because he let it all out but he cut it short and it looked better so I, I would go that route but with the braids the braids just look sloppy i remember okay now the braids were my childhood so that's enough about the braids um they didn't look <laughs> sloppy they looked awesome i remember but i do remember you getting like a semi chub when like he <laughs> ripped his shirt off and started climbing the cage yeah because I, rem- I, I have a ripped. very vivid that's exactly what you said Bulldog just looks ripped. Look at the guy, man. <laughs> Serious. And I just said that I like that version of him better. Okay, but this is t- not the hottest bod competition. This is sexiest man. So, I mean, it's got to be the total package. And Lex yeah. Luger? He killed a woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she would have died anyway. <laughs> 
She didn't, even get a, she didn't even get Jono, a make-a-wish. Jono needs to be a lawyer because that could literally be anybody's reason to get out of, out of prison. She would have died anyways. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lex Luger didn't force um, a lethal narcotics combination with Onda uh, Miss Elizabeth. You don't know that? You I heard there. the 911 call. I was practically there. He was coped out himself. He didn't know. I'm pretty sure she's dead. <laughs> And the guy and the she's gonna die anyway. Should I feed her some more cocaine? Will that help? The night one. <laughs> wake her up. Hold on. He's just shoveling baggies up her noses, thinking, "Come back to me, Lace. Come back to me." He's all like, "Elizabeth." <laughs> you got to balance it with downers. <laughs> so key. this this is the, this is rich. what Jake is referring to. This is the. The, That's worse. That is from the very it's like night. Cheryl Crow yeah. hair. Seriously. Absolutely. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eat uh, your words. The uh, braids look great now, don't they? No way, man. I'll take that one. All he wants to do is have some fun. All right. <laughs> well, let's get to the let's get to the meat and potatoes of the show, and then we're, we're not little, already there. No, <laughs> we've Are been we? talking about handsome dudes. That's yeah, not that's meat and potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> this is the side salad. <laughs> um, we got to talk about wrestling. We did all this research over the week. We will get back to our count three where we get to the real sexy stuff. We do. Uh, the sexiest boys <laughs> the and men you'll ever find. pinnacle of sexiness. Sweet Jesus. So, uh, first things first, uh, there's a theme to this show. We have Madeline May here, my lovely, lovely fiance. He's just buttering me up so I'll buy him Taco Bell later. She will be buying Taco Bell. <laughs> um, Maddie, what was your, or Madeline, what was your impressions on the Battleground pay-per-view. We watched it from start to finish. Uh, I guess initially, uh, why all the flags? You know, I felt like all the wrestlers had these like theme flags. Uh, because it's they're it's claiming like, their ground. Claiming man. their ground? Okay. Yeah. Battleground. Right, that makes sense. Oh, they it's very, 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 but it wasn't... Yeah, yeah we promos. There's just a lot of flags. That was my initial. Um, they should sell those flags. They should sell those flags. John would buy them. Oh, let me check my <laughs> check my notes here. I think it's a lot of it's about what people were wearing. Oh, good. This is great. I'm a lady. I love this. Um, Perfect. First of all, I just want to say I'm still really not over the shield breaking up. So <laughs> that. You've, you've only had like two and a half years. No, I'll never get over that. But that's like right when the shield was forming. Right when we started to dating. Date, yeah. yeah, it was. Sounds emotional for me. Reminds me of the movie uh, U-Turn. You guys ever see that one? When uh, Eliza Dushku. Jacqueline Phoenix. uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) He plays TNT. You don't uh, mess with me, boy, because I'm like dynamite. When I go off, I explode. uh, (laughs) Claire Danes is in the cafe with Sean Penn, and she's like, I wonder why Patsy Klein doesn't make any more records. (laughs) Sean Penn goes... She's dead. <laughs> and he was like, she's like, doesn't that just break you up? <laughs> He's like, I've had time to think about it. You've had time to think about the shield breaking up. It's yeah, been a while. I, yeah, but I, I don't know. Okay, so my other, here's my other points. Um, Sasha Banks is still wearing stunner shades. Like, it's 2006, and it's an E-40 song. I don't feel like she needs to update that. Um, so I think, I think part of that is that uh, popular culture... Seeping into the the WWE takes some time. I guess, yeah. About At the same time, you got to think about nine. this: that uh, Bailey still gives out slap bracelets. No, yeah, she's kind of like a walking Spencer story. But, <laughs> but I don't want to talk shit about Bailey because I like Bailey. She's yeah. You, you know, you're not allowed to not like Bailey. I don't think anybody yeah. is. You know, she does. She doesn't need a lot of makeup. She doesn't need extensions. And not that there's anything wrong with women who want to wear that. That's totally fine. But I do think that match was really boring. Um, okay. 
you know, Dana, what's her face? Dana, Dana Brooke. Dana, yeah, mm-hmm. with that shoving her knee in Sasha's back was just, or Bailey, you know, it was just, I don't know. She kept doing that move. It didn't, it looked more like it was, <laughs> I don't know. That yeah, I remember we, we agreed so that Dana Brooke can lay it in, but she is a walking botch fest. She was, I don't know. Yeah. She's kind of a garbage. Get her off. <laughs> She's a garbage. She's a garbage girl. She's, spit garbage my gum girl. right in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I really enjoyed the Wyatt family versus New Day. I mean, although I, I just think that's they're, they're great together as which one the, Wyatt, the both Wyatt? of just both. Well, okay. I love the, both of them as the combination of the yeah, two teams. Yeah, but then putting them together, the dark and the light, the sunshine and the New Day, or in the dark. This uh, this was in my contention for match of the night. Yeah, I do think Bray Wyatt looks like he's lost some weight. He's and, he's, yeah. he's looking good. He's slimmed down. I think the roadkill diet's doing a lot for him <laughs> and his family. Um, one thing about this match too is that with Bray Wyatt slimming down, his move repertoire has been. Yeah, you know, it's being expanded. That choke slam that he threw on Kofi Kingston was brutal. I mean, that was brutal. Mm-hmm. Kofi had a, that rough landing, and where it was like right on the edge. Um, well, like the one thing, and I called this out to her. I was like, Biggie does this suicide dive, suicide dive, yeah. or suicide and, shoulder block. Yeah, and I said, yeah, he's probably going to do it, and it's probably going to end up with him like almost dying. <laughs> And that's exactly what happened. He, yeah, that was a nasty. That bomb. was Rowan's fault, though. I mean, Rowan. Rowan's, no, 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 no. Who, it was Strowman. It was Strowman. Strowman's fault because Strowman's supposed to grab Catch on him, and yeah. like they're supposed to fall together, and he just yeah. like like bounced off to the Rolled side. Out, yeah, yeah. Oh, I I think my so as far as battleground goes, I think my MVP of the night was the ring apron. Well, let's yeah <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. The hardest part of the ring. Yeah, <laughs> the hardest hardest part of the ring. Yeah. But uh, no, this was a very good match. It was part of my. It was one of my matches of the evening. Yeah, I think the what was it, Rusev versus Ryder. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was. I kind of lost me a little. I um, might have gone on Reddit for a little bit <laughs> during that one. I'll be, I I think that this match was. I think Ryder was very underutilized in this match, and they should have made a better story out of it. Hmm. I also made some comment that Mojo Riley was a watered down John Cena. <laughs> Mojo Raleigh, I Raleigh. still don't understand how this guy gets picked over a good portion of the other people on the NXT roster. I, I love how he ran out there and Rusev was like, fuck you. <laughs> and he just like walked out. <laughs> that was like, pretty much what it I was. I don't give a shit yeah. about you. No yeah. sold anything. Yeah, it was great. Um, another standout fight was, to me, the Sami Zayn versus Owens. That I, would, and I, I love that. And match. I had yeah. talked to uh, Mr. Atlantic post that or post him watching it, and I said... It was very sloppy, but it was effective. Yeah. But it told probably the best story. Exactly, of the that's where yeah, you know the everything um, leading up about. that moment when Zayn gave him the haluva kick and then just held him for a second, put him back in the corner, and then put him back in the corner was great. The one thing about this match that was really threw me off though was the Cesaro spot at the desk, um, at the pre-show desk after this match. Uh, I don't know if you guys did. You guys catch that at all? I think I missed that. He went on and on about how much he hated the fact that both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens took his chance of being an Intercontinental Champion, and he should have been on the card, and these guys shouldn't. And then Renee Young would say something, and he would just come back around. He's like, "You're not listening to me. I just said that I don't like these guys." And then Booker would be like, "Oh yeah, well, what do you think of these guys?" And he, and then. He'd be like, I just, I just told you, these guys are idiots and they're assholes. I don't care who ends up winning. It was just awkward. But, no, very 
very well put. Was it worse than Sin Car or uh, Kalisto's promo? <laughs> no, it was way. It was far worse. We should pull that up and play that for Maddie. I think that okay. that's definitely something she needs to hear if she hasn't yet. Um, uh, what else you got there in your notes list? There. Um, yeah, do it in there. What you got? Not much. <laughs> well, um, yeah, one I... thing that I know we commented on was uh, Bob Backlund's wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. What was that? That was the dustiest finish I have ever seen yeah. to an IC title match. Ever, uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was this. It, I mean, you have Maurice and Bob Backlund who haven't yeah. really worked in the WWE. They'll get to know each other. They'll, they got it. They got to work together for a couple of years right. to really. <laughs> well, I mean, they're both they're both familiar with the business, but neither of them have have taken any kind of bumps in ages. What did Backlund? Backlund was, was he was fall- Yeah, he, was, <laughs> he kept taking like flat back bumps yeah. that were unnecessary, like from slaps. And I just thought, like, okay, we get it. You can do it. And it seemed like the last one he did, he was like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and then yeah, the shirt. Benders just kept that shirt on. Yeah, the shirt. Could, like, he tried to rip off out. his shirt, and it turns into a straight jacket. <laughs> he needs, he needs <laughs> but by to. the time he got it off, he was in party boy mode because yeah. the damn necktie was still on, <laughs> yeah, too. The a- necktie was on, and the suspenders were on, and. It was Bob Backlund party boy with the missing tooth. I never really noticed the missing tooth until he started oh, yelling. That was probably oh, something he swallowed when he took yeah. one of those bumps he wasn't supposed to take. He's missing. He's been missing he a tooth for ages. He's got a great body though. For I mean, yeah, I don't know how old he is. Well, you I look was, at when his shirt ripped off. I was like, wow. Backlund dude. seems way older than he is. He's sixty six years old. Sixty six. Oh, okay. You look oh, at yeah, like what Vince like McMahon looks like at like seventy two. Yeah. I mean, Vince McMahon makes anybody look like a little bitch, but no, like Backlund, he can afford. I bet you Backlund can go. Oh, back, <laughs> Backlund's a shooter, man. He can he can still go with the best of them. Uh, the Natalia versus Becky Lynch match. Uh, Natalia beats Becky Lynch with submission again. This is this seemed like a filler that didn't need to be there. Yeah. Well, they're forcing this uh, Natalia heel turn, um, and I like the idea that they're trying to do more uh, non-title related feuds with the women's division. But I mean, realistically, it's they really isn't needed you can center the entire division and the entire women's roster around the title i think it's possible i don't think she makes a good heel i think she's better being whatever the other baby face (laughs) yeah baby face i don't know baby face you (laughs) have but they are the two top women on the smackdown program so you kind of have to give them some run on on this pay-per-view before you get them going on yeah because they they are going to carry that show for the females uh over there Maddie, what did you think of the John or yeah, Madeline? Right. What did you think of the John Cena uh, and Enzo and Big Cass versus the Club? I mean, you know the the smack talk in the beginning was pretty good, but it was a real snooze fest. The Enzo, uh, the Enzo promo before all of this, he is really making his way with this, and he's he's becoming. For me, he's starting to slowly surpass the Rock when it comes to promos. Yeah, I. But I'm sorry, who's his partner? Big Cass. His, I mean, you know, he passed the mic to him, and I'm like, you know, just don't even let him talk. <laughs> the, was, the soccer mom bit was great. It started off good, but then he kept yeah. going, and I was like, eh. The, the, the soccer mom part was fantastic. Uh, I loved Enzo's uh, couple of things that you probably shouldn't do as a guy. Um, don't eat a banana while directly looking another man in the face. <laughs> it just doesn't. And he started posting stuff on his Instagram later that day uh, or yesterday um, about stuff like that too because yeah. it showed there was a picture of the great Kali eating a banana looking right in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that if I had gotten a three count for sexiest, the Kali would be on there. 
But um, <laughs> I feel like he really stole that from the internet. I have seen that comment floating around. So, well, uh, write your own shit. He does. Uh, he does write a lot of stuff in advance, and I think he just kind of busts it out, um, or I, you know, boosts it from uh, elsewhere. But he does have a, a degree in journalism from Salisbury University. Salisbury steak. Yeah, mm, so. delicious, um, delicious the, university. The uh, for me though, this was there. this this also was a really good match for me. I thought this was great. Um, two really big spots for me was the DDT that Enzo threw from the stairs when he jumped on the he was on the stairs and he ends up DDTing Anderson after Anderson gives the spine buster to Cena on the table. Yep, and this um, was outside 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 the yep. ring. Uh, the other thing, too, and it was another Anderson-Enzo spot, was when Enzo was about to run across uh, the ring to make the tag, and Anderson just ends up bolting in there and cutting him off yeah. right at the pass. That was fantastic. This is very revival Yeah, I was going to say, is that a revival spot, or is that an Enzo and Cass spot? Because you notice that, yeah. uh, what's it, uh Axel, Curtis Axel, mm-hmm. has that spot where he's like holding the ropes and somebody kicks his legs. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. people are starting to develop like selling spots that mm-hmm. they do. Like, do this move to me. I sell it really right. well. It's, it seems which, odd. Which, speaking of which, that, um, to go back real quick, that Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens match when Sami Zayn was going to go for that uh, turnbuckle DDT where he dives between the turnbuckles and he ends up catching oh. a kick to the face instead. I was fan. That was so good. Yeah, and the, that's one of those spots that you know you're going to see every time. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to do differently? And they that's, something. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, what did you think of that uh, Dean Ambrose defeating Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins? I called that from the beginning. I I don't know. I'm an Ambrose fan. I don't know why. He's just real. I think it's something about just wearing jeans and a tank top. He doesn't need to be flashy. You know, he doesn't have to grease up his hair. So he would be he would be number two behind Great Khali. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I was going to say you and Jimmy Bellamy <laughs> would not get along yeah, because sure Bellamy is. is very big on trunks. He likes the old school trunks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we had this dialogue when we were watching. I said I didn't really like the the tank top. No, on I the, know. That's why. It's, that's it's why. Being you, contrary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think my direct tweet as soon as that match was over was, um, oh, sweet. Back to no selling moves. That's awesome. Hashtag bullshit. You're talking Roman Reigns. Roman Hasht- Reigns yeah, hashtag yeah. ruined Sting's career. <laughs> hashtag no offense on that on that guy. I guess when uh, Rollins gave him the turnbuckle power bomb. Yep, buckle, and he just came bomb. back and did back to back finishers, and then ate the dirty deeds and lost. Yep. I, I thought I same. At this point, we were ready for bed. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> But um, I I totally thought that was bullshit because it's like, dude, he just gave you like a move that literally ended Sting's career. It was the last move that Sting received in the ring yeah. before he collapsed and almost died like Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> and oh, but Matt. it's but it was really frustrating because yes, it's it's one of those moves that. It should do something, but he no sold it. Yeah. He no sells all the time leading up to his finish. Exactly, and it was just. Bullshit, and it's yeah. It's one thing if he busts out the Superman punch and then sells like, oh, I had that one little, look. but he literally did not sell it in the least. No, and almost he, like it gave him power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was his spinach. It's like using the wrong weapon in a Mega Man boss. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, look me! I threw Cut Man Scissor. Why the fuck are you gaining energy? This doesn't make any <laughs> sense. What the hell? And then Matt, you had an issue with the ending to it. 
when all, everybody came out to the <laughs> ring. Oh, yeah. yeah, the whole SmackDown roster came out to celebrate for for Dean Ambrose. It was just weird. Yeah, I, I get that you're excited, but they were celebrating with Ambrose. Did you like that back? I had I was laughing at the backstage footage, and you know Stardust was all painted <laughs> up. I'm like, they painted him just to have like a ten <laughs> second spot of him watching the match. Go go get in your gear. It takes like four hours. <laughs> get in your gear. We got we got we got ten seconds. We got to do. This gives me a rash. Like, <laughs> well, what am I what am I going to be doing? Food fight. Fuck you. Get in your gear. <laughs> um, which brings us to uh, the following two nights, yeah. where we got to see some very different shit happen. Yeah. Holy shit, yes, we did. Um, so the one thing I want to ask Madeline is, did you, without me pointing out the differences, notice any differences this week um, versus any previous weeks in Raw and SmackDown? Um, in the presentation, logo, anything? No, she didn't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so that that kind of leads me to my point. Did they change it enough? The colors may have been a little darker. I yeah, I mean, they. Ch- I don't know. Like, you think about More what they blues. did change. Like, they streamlined both logos. You know, Which I, I hate the Raw logo. I think the SmackDown one looks decent. They gave them both brand new songs. SmackDown kind of ripped off our old logo. Uh, <laughs> this is probably why I like it. Yeah. Um, the new songs suck as bad as the old songs. So there's, there's, there's never going to be, at this point, they're not going to be able to. Just do an in, just have CFOs do an in, instrumental lead in, oh. and then you can use that same song for like Damn. bumpers and yep. everything. Mm-hmm. Like it, it can be that song. I like black and blue. I follow new. Oh, like that song's stupid. <laughs> just as stupid as the uh, tonight is a night. Rock talk to the town to the minute in the clouds. I, I like that song. Really. I mean, I don't. Li- I wouldn't listen to it in my car like some people listen to wrestling <laughs> theme songs in their car. But the I don't know. I think that it works. Thing. It hypes you up a little bit, and it's, tonight's the night. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been a long time. It's been used enough. All right, so let's go through your raw quick hits here. Um, the Foley and Stephanie come out to start out the show with everybody on the stage. Uh, they make fun of Roman Reigns for being an asshole, <laughs> and then they say that there's going to be a creation of a new championship based off of the WWE Universe, and they're going to call it the WWE Universal Championship. Do they do this because they're on USA, and USA is a universal company? Or is no, I <laughs> they they need a new title, and they can't rehash something they've already done. So the question is... is what is oh, it going to look like? The, what is it going to look like? Yes, and is this bigger and better what is the main title because i don't think it makes sense to have two it does because you have two shows now (sighs) that's the thing man this is the thing that i told you i said if they're gonna do this they should have the title the whoever's holding the titles should be exclusive for both shows the way they initially did it with their first brand draft before lesnar decided that he didn't want to do both shows well why would they both matter if you're gonna have two shows like that's what you I'm should, saying. Yeah, exactly. You should have there's a no. universal champion. So instead, there's a champion for Raw and there's a champion for SmackDown. They're going down this same route that they did before. And it didn't work before. No, and that's why I'm afraid that I'm going to end up losing touch with this and we're going to have to cancel Ring Generation. <laughs> well, I just I don't like the idea because what they're doing is they're throwing away the history. Yeah. Um the world ha- like the world championship 
has combined histories with every other time they've tried to do this, right? So and the World Championship has absorbed the Triple WF Heavyweight Championship, the Triple WF World Heavyweight Championship, the WWF Heavyweight Championship, the WWF World Heavyweight Championship, the WWF Championship, again, undisputed WWF Championship, undisputed WWE, WWE World Heavyweight Championship, and now WWE World This is what I'm saying. They're going to do this for two years, and then they're going to end up having a unification all over again. It's the same thing. I mean, they keep going around and around with this. And I understand when you have so many superstars that you don't, you have too much talent to be able to rock it on one show. That's why I'm saying we should add, you know, I, I don't know what they should do, but by doing this, it's going to be able to feature more superstars in this. So that way you don't get shit like Ryback saying this is bullshit, I'm leaving, or other people saying that I'm working my ass off, but I'm not getting the exposure. They have too much talent there, and that's why they do this. Yeah, I... My biggest thing is like now you have like the New Day are the longest reigning WWE tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because that title started 14 years ago. That's mm-hmm. not the title that started 30, 40 years ago or right. maybe even longer where yeah. Demolition held it for over 600 days. Mm-hmm. This is now like, and it's just one of those things where like, it, if I was going to be a professional wrestler and I was going to win the tag team titles, I would want to win the same titles that Demolition held and that the Hart Foundation held and that there's a history behind them that predates 2002. Yeah. You know? Um, so I'm mad about it. So because of this Universal Championship, we have two triple thread matches, and the winners of those two triple thread matches will end up, go, will end up facing each other in this evening. Four? It was a, it was a fatal four-way. Fatal four-way. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Positive. There was a six-man six-pack challenge on SmackDown. Yeah. And there were two four. You see how confused yeah, you're we're right. all getting because of this <laughs> shit? Yep, yep. No, you're right. Okay, so Balor ends up, Finn Balor makes his debut and ends up defeating Cesaro, Kevin Owens, and Rusev. And then in the second one, Roman Reigns defeats Sami Zayn, Chris Jericho, and Sheamus. Hell of a push for Balor that evening. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then, of course. this is And this is kind of what we were talking about. We weren't sure how, how he was going to be kind of introduced. Mm-hmm. But I, I was confident that they were, they had, Big ideas for this guy. Yeah, right? that you could not have debuted him any stronger. Yeah, right. And then Balor goes on to be defeating Reigns, and so at SummerSlam, he will be taking on Seth Rollins for this championship. I am really looking forward to this match. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to this feud, and I loved that it was just a straight-out clean victory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part of it. For sure. Um, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson attack the New Day. Yeah, when they were introducing their cereal... Yeah. For Christ's sake. God damn. Why don't we have that yet? We have got a new... Is that on shelves? It's, they literally... <laughs> so it was pre-order it Initially, it was, it was like a work. Or no, oh, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, it was a work. And now like there's actually like a shoot cereal that is well, going no, to... Yeah, I mean, they branded the, it enough. Because the boxes were for their t-shirts. The t-shirts yep. Yeah. So now there was enough people that I'm on interested. it. I can't imagine the cereal named Bootio is going to taste good. I bet Maybe it tastes I have like a dirty Oreo mind, O's. but that, just think of a... Hole. It, <laughs> you know? It's going to look like rusty wagon yeah. wheels is what it's going to look like. <laughs> um, you can put some jelly on them. And what kind of jelly is right? they? Uh, we, have, we, <laughs> we have a new uh, WWE Women's Champion in Sasha Banks. That um, was uh, probably the best part of the night. I would it was say. great. Yeah. Um, 
the the little wink nudge homage to Eddie Guerrero. Yes. Oh my god, that was, that was fantastic. It was perfect, even down to the little wave as she was being taken away. She throws the belt to Dana Brooke and then lays on the ground like, "Oh my god, she hit me with the belt." But I mean, and then the, the ref is like, "You're gone." Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was great. Um, the the suicide dive spots. Oh my god, she almost she died. does that every time. <laughs> she, yeah, it's crazy. Like the 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 risks she takes, and I just don't know who or or what happened. If she just missed the trajectory or what. But so Madeline, I don't think you saw this, but she like same thing as the Big E, yeah, like straight yeah. onto his head. She took a suicide dive where she literally folded the wrong way, oh. like and landed <laughs> on her upper neck. And like her legs folded over, she she was perfectly fine. And then the the Charlotte moonsault spot. Oh, got to the outside. Oh my god, <laughs> she did it at WrestleMania this year. Yeah, uh, on to two others. But th- th- I mean, it, she is. I don't know if there's anybody that does it better than her. No way. It's so well done yeah. for somebody that's been in the the business for years to do something like that, where you're, it's like 15 feet down to the ground. And, Wait, and what did she? I missed she, did a moon, she did a moonsault to the outside and like stuck it or like off the top rope. Did a moonsault onto Sasha Banks to the outside and she laying could, down could have landed no. on her. She landed on her feet essentially. Sasha was standing. She kind of yeah. she kind of like hit her with her arm on the way down. But oh. She landed more or less on her feet. You can tell mm-hmm. she is a gymnast background though. I yeah, mean, she's got does a lot of. She actually stuff, so. ran a line of gyms. That was her going to be her career path before she decided she she was like a professional athlete prior Trainer, to yeah. doing this. Yeah, um, she was a, a volleyball player before she she got into the gym business, and then she's definitely got the height. Was a, tra- yeah. was a trainer, so she's yeah. yeah, much like Dana Brooke, who we talked about last week, who comes from like the uh, fitness yeah, she fitness like industry. Uh, her her physique has changed quite a bit too, and and. She's she. Uh, there's a lot of uh, women's wrestlers that are being put in spots where they're hoping they'll succeed, but they're not sure they're going to. And I think that Dana Brooke, Nia Jax, and to some extent, like maybe even Becky Lynch, are in situations where they might need some more time in, in smaller venues or smaller situations um, in order to kind of get them ready for the big time, mm-hmm. but. Um, Neville returns to take on Mr. Irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant. Yeah, there it is. Curtis (laughs) Axel. I'm not irrelevant. Um, Neville looks great. looks like he hasn't missed a step. Even put on some facial hair. Unfortunately. No, I think he needs it. Well, that's, it knocked him out of my top three. (laughs) (laughs) He was in your top three with those years. You just love Mighty Mouse, don't you? It's mousy. And then here's the, the... Matt makes the comment of uh, Nia Jax takes on local talent, Britt Baker. Um, we got jobbers on both shows. Yeah. I'm just saying. Britt Baker, and then the other one, too, Braun Strowman takes on James Ellsworth, who's also local talent. Uh, that reverse choke slam? Yeah. That doesn't look like it's fun. <laughs> Uh, this is not Hulu worthy. Jobbers oh. are not Hulu worthy. So well, what did I, I miss? Okay, so it's <laughs> they both took on local talent. Uh, Nia Jax kind of botched her finisher, went for the three, and then pulled her up, and then gave her the actual finisher where she ran off she the ropes. Botched no, her she, leg drop. Yeah. I, think, I think it might have been intentional. Like it, it she, didn't look intentional. She did a leg drop, 
Uh, just a standing leg drop. Shit her pants? Like, how do you botch that? <laughs> well, so you know how usually she gets a little momentum Hogan style and goes off the ropes? Yeah. She didn't. She just A put, little momentum. Yeah, well, that's all you can really get out of her. <laughs> but she stood by her and gave her the leg drop, and it just looked sloppy. And then she's like, well, I'm not happy with it. And picked her up. And no, I'm going to try it again. Picked her up, slammed her, and then did the same thing over again. Yeah, she's not like most girls. Uh, Braun Strowman, <laughs> this guy that he took on must have weighed about 150 pounds. They gave him like 60 bucks to go in this match. <laughs> Strowman threw this kid around like it was nothing. And his new uh, finisher is a reverse choke slam where he, uh, where the guy is facing this way and he puts his hand on the back of the neck and picks him up and slams him more or less on his damn face. Oh, he is not the guy to be doing a move <laughs> like that because you get a Kofi Kingston that can sell it, you know, or that can actually get some height. I know Strowman is just going to start spiking guys into their head. That, this yeah. Ellsworth kid did not look. I mean, he, well, he he had the face that if you're going to do this to at one guy, this is probably a this safe is guy probably to do the it dude to, to do it to punchable face. But he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, his face has been punched several times. <laughs> this yeah, ugly it, tree. It looked branch. it looked nasty. It looked really really bad. Uh, let's move on to SmackDown real quick. So SmackDown um, again opened with the the general manager and the yeah, uh, what are they called, commissioner? Uh, the the commissioner and the general manager. Yep, uh, they come out and they announce that uh, they have everybody out from SmackDown lining around the ropes, and they say that there's going to be a six pack challenge winner. This will take on. Dean Ambrose for the championship at SummerSlam. They also announced that since SmackDown is becoming their own thing, they will have their own pay-per-view coming up in September. September. Backlash. Um, backlash. They're going to have Backlash. Re- reviving that yep. one. Um, they decide that they're going to name the six-pack challenge, and it is Baron Corbin, John Cena, AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, and whoever ends up winning in a uh, battle royal with everybody else will be you the forgot sixth. about You forgot about Dolph Ziggler. I'm sorry, Dolph Ziggler. You don't want to forget that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Apollo Crews ends up winning, and he ends up going into the six-pack challenge. Ziggler, surprisingly, for me, surprisingly, ends up winning this. And I was we'll surprised, be going on. too. We yeah. didn't get to see the finish, but we did read. I did read about that. And, so uh, they had that four-man drop. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah, off the, the turnbuckle spot. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. They did. That was yep. cool. I don't know. I liked it. Um, so, yeah, Dolph Ziggler will be going on to SummerSlam. Becky Lynch defeated Natalia. Randy Orton interrupts The Miz on Miz TV. Uh, and then he did, turns around and defeats The Miz. Heath Slater comes out. And this, was, cuts, uh, this is all of our favorite parts. Cuts, yeah. a, cuts a promo saying that he should be on SmackDown because he is the. Um, the most sought out free agent ever because of all of his, and he went through everything that he's ever done in the WWE and then swerved nine yeah. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A series regular on swerved. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And then fat Rhino came in and Gordon to finish out the evening. Exciting. Um, Dolph Ziggler versus Dean Ambrose should be a good match. Yeah. yeah. We've seen that before, but, Dolph Ziggler always has good matches. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a little played on him, being that every time he gets momentum, he doesn't. Um, I think he deserves a world title run in his mm-hmm. career. I think he's done enough work for it. But 
it seems like the world title is now a secondary title because if you have a title of the world and then a title of the universe, it's obvious which is bigger. <laughs> so I'm just saying, we really got to see what... If you guys could choose, and Madeline, I'm including you in this too, if you could choose what this title would look like, what would you... You guys would probably want to compare it to an older title. Madeline, you design it from the ground up. Um, so I'm thinking of getting an image from the Hubble. You know, I mean, if it's yeah. universal, so we're going to have some sort of... It'd be just a cape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an omni-theater cape it's that, car- that wear. Yeah, that black that, like, is the blackest black would be... Yeah, the blackest black suede with little yeah. star bits on it. Do you... Uh, do you I, I really hope it doesn't say raw on the front of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could just see it saying raw just right on it. So there. what about you guys? What do you? What would you like this to look like? Oh... I mean, you want to keep it somewhat traditional, and I, I don't even know. I don't want this title to be I don't around. want it to be around. I don't want it to exist. Make it look, I just say make it look like the other one, but make it with different colors. Just like the opposite. So, like, have the gold background and the black on the WWE. Oh, yeah. that sucks, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a belt designer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my job. Um, what I, do you want it to look like? If you say bring back the big gold belt, no, you're no, get no, the no, the fuck out of the, here. The big gold belt should be. I mean, they had their chance and they blew it. Um, I would honestly like to see something big and gold. No, <laughs> have you like ever seen belt. the the here? The, I know exactly what I want it to look like. Okay, you sh- you go ahead, <laughs> Matt. Just, you yeah. go ahead. You describe this. What do you want it to look like, Matt? Um, a big gold belt, big, hugest gold belt you can find. Uh, it's gonna. Jono's gonna be pulling up an image here of it real quick. Um, I just want it to be like a belt buckle that you can <laughs> possibly buy on Shop WWE. I just, I mean, at this point, just make it something you can wear over your shoulder because that's all anybody usually does, anyways. You should actually make it so it's a thumb, so it could be a thumb wrestling oh, championship, yeah. or like a world. seat belt uh, belt. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah. You could yeah. do. Uh, you could have. Uh, Bob Backlund and just do his suspenders and championship form. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we should give it up for those suspenders because they really kept. So the I'm, I'm talking to, about the Pride he World Heavyweight title. With, needs to work. Sweet with Jesus, man! Uh, Make it big. No, that's way too big. Yeah, there's no way that's going to fit on a dude like Brodus Clay. Too big. Shelton Benjamin's going to sell that. He's going to pawn that thing off. Bring I, back Brodus. I, I sold it. <laughs> you sold it. I sold the belt. I hawked it. <laughs> I split it with you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we'll be satisfied with any belt. Yeah, design, I don't know how, how what they're expecting the, the reaction from the universe to be. There's, there's rumors already. <laughs> yeah, I've looked designs. at some of those, and none of them have me interested. No, not even this red one? No, not even the one that's like an entire eagle's wings. You don't think it's going to be like that Rick and Morty episode where they're like, show us what you got. Show the one right next to that. This one here. Yeah. that <laughs> Got it a hot topic. Something like that. I mean, one just, I mean, just goes. Ah! That looks like a headband Beth Phoenix would wear. <laughs> looks like they, uh, like they cut up somebody's motorcycle jacket to make that belt. Yeah. I think I saw some of those in Sioux, Something like that. Sioux City last weekend. That looks kind of cool. That and then you can have the one. plates on there still. I just think it's too similar to what that's, you already yeah. have. That's what I'm saying. Just keep it that way. What about that ice blue one <laughs> concept? Is yeah. that a drawing? Like, that's subs. only if Glacier comes back yeah. and wins the belt. Glacier. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, speculation. There's there's plenty of it going around. We'll have to see. Um, not a big fan of erasing history. I do like what SmackDown did with the promos. 
Um, I feel like you have one other title on your show. You should probably protect it and not uh, have your champion just get job and get squashed to somebody who isn't even in a title match this uh, at SummerSlam. Um, I'm talking about the IC title. So that's the only thing that, I mean, you could take the lineage of the U.S. belt and add in WCW back when that was a big deal, but that's the only belt with any type of history to it anymore. We did that here last week with uh, WCW slash yeah. Intercontinental. So, yeah, we did that here. Yeah, and it worked out in Jimmy's... No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, let's close it out. Let's get, let's get our count three going. <laughs> Sexiest men, most attractive men, the ones that get me and Matt... Rock hard. Gets all worked up. You guys pick Eric Rowan? <laughs> How his butt always Did looks hungry. Did they call hungry. him John Eric Rowan? I didn't catch that. Yeah, I'm going to erase that. I think I might have just misheard it. <laughs> Maddie didn't hear it either. Join Eric Rowan this week to <laughs> touch his beard. Um, looks like his pants are always eating. His butt's always <laughs> eating his pants, man. All right, we'll run you down my one and two count this evening. My one count, I started with The Rock, Dwayne Ooh. Johnson. Who's, uh, who's become more attractive as time has gone on. Uh, my two count this evening, John Morrison, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro. Take your pick. They're all uh, they're all uh, going to do it for you. Uh, my three <laughs> count, uh, my pinfall this evening, I am going with the ravishing Rick Rude. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think that this guy, not only does he have like an incredible physique, um, but he was able to pull off the the look, the 80s look, um, with the, the long hair. And then he transitioned to the 90s, and he cut the hair off and still was able to pull it off. Uh, along with that, he actually had a pretty good face. The mustache was impeccable. Um, and, he, and he could work the microphone, man. Oof. Yeah. Matt, what does that do for you? That. That's... Rude could, uh, could be a statue somewhere. Rick Rude <laughs> is a specimen, man. The guy is, I mean. What does that do for you? Just <laughs> <laughs> carries that around. It's in my wallet. Carry him with me. Uh, Rick Rude had abs amongst abs amongst abs. Yeah, that was like and, a 12 pack. Yeah. And when he ended up moving to W, or later in his WWE career, when he finally cut off that permed hair, but he still had that. Thick ass. Yeah, mustache. he looked when he when he cut his hair. He looked like really badass. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he he was just a badass dude, and his his physique was. Uh, I don't know. You guys know who Don Fry is? Yeah. Yeah. He looks. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like Don Fry is the MMA equivalent. Yeah. And but here's the thing about Rude too. Rude was a bad motherfucker. The guy ended up going into a feud against Jake the Snake Roberts, and had he always had. The, the tights that were airbrushed and he had Jake Roberts' wife's face airbrushed on the front on the front of yeah, his right tights <laughs> and it was just like all the greatest right, compliment yeah, alright fantastic <laughs> he would always pick a woman out of the crowd and kiss her afterwards he would always like completely insult the crowd, insult the crowd before he even starts <laughs> uh, he can't would, pardon those <laughs> He would always start out the, the thing where it's just like, uh, it d- depends on the town or state that you're in, you know. So if it's Pennsylvania, it's like, are you fat, out of shape, Pennsylvania piss ants, sit down and shut up while the ladies get to see what they came here to see. 
<laughs> Rudy, that's Matt. You're spot on with Rick. Rare, I don't. Right? I don't. I don't feel like we got enough Rick Rude in our lifetime. That's my no, opinion. We, we, we lost out. Yeah, he died at the age of forty-four. Is that accurate? I believe it was forty. No, maybe you're right. <laughs> I'm always terrible with these things. He's been on. He's been on his numbers tonight. <laughs> That's true. Um, now we have to know. Yeah, I'm settled down. All right. So, yeah, my my sexiest guy in my opinion. He was forty. Shit. In uh, yeah. that is young. Professional wrestling history. I'm going with yeah, the Rick Rude. Rick Rude. So, Jono, why don't you run down your first two and get us to your pinfalls? Uh, middle name was Irwin. First two were not. <laughs> But his name was actually Rick Rude. Yeah, but it was R-O-O-D, not R-U-D. Same diff. Okay, so... Bobby Rude spells it. Razor Ramon circa 1993 or Diamond Stud. But I prefer Diamond Stud. Jake prefers Razor Ramon circa 93. No, no. Big Scott Hall's who I prefer. Jake prefers Big Scott Hall. Nobody prefers Razor Ramon circa 93. And then I have Davey Boy Smith, British Bulldog circa 92. Which I prefer circa 96. Yeah, and I, I think everybody here thinks that he's totally Crow, full of shit. Cheryl what are you Crow talking hair. about? He's got mom hair. It's perfect. He does it's have great. mom hair, like our mom's hair. Um, and then my count three you have our mom's hair right is, now. you know, you, you have your obvious ones, right? You have your Tyler Breeze, you have your Fondangos, you have your Val Venuses, but you have one sexy boy. <laughs> no, God yeah. damn it. You know that Shawn Michaels is the hottest thing, like it's circa 1996, was the hottest man in the world, not just in professional wrestling. Is that around the time he did his spread? Oh, my God. Yes. The Playboy? Playgirl? Yep. Can you name another wrestler that did a Playgirl spread? No, because nobody ever dared. He didn't have to dare. <laughs> he did you know, plenty he, of drugs. You know he got coked up for that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he... <laughs> He was like, like Burt. He's like Burt Reynolds could do this. Fuck you, I could do this. <laughs> he woke up the next morning. He's like, what just happened last night? Um, I, I, does anybody disagree? Shawn Michaels in '96. I do not disagree. Nice. So some hot picks. I will say yes in '90. Well, depends on what. What the hell was he doing with his hair in '96? Long <laughs> pre. pre- was it, well, now, now was it all long or was that no, at the point where he was growing? Was when up? He had like full blown long hair okay. everywhere, not because, just because the, there were there was a point in time where he was growing out the mullet, you know, and he had the long in the back, but then like the front was kind of parted in the middle, sort of thing. <laughs> yep. It's just like, no, what do you do? That would have been yeah. circa like '92, '93. The and it, I believe it was '96 because '97 was the Montreal Screwjob, yeah. Ninety six, no, ninety eight was the Montreal. Ninety eight, so maybe it was ninety. No, no, it was ninety seven. Yeah, so ninety six, he had the uh, was the first time I think we really saw him with the braid at the Survivor Series when him and Diesel broke up, and he actually had the braid coming off of the back of the hair instead. Um, just trying to see if uh, they show his penis. <laughs> Maddie, that's the best I can do for no, you. No, I already. I'm on that. I've seen that. that. Was, that I was have your, that saved in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was your happy birthday uh, greeting from me this year, John. How you guys couldn't uh, pick Brutus the Barber Beefcake because that dude showed enough skin. That was everybody. that was a butterface. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brutus what about Bar- China? She was a dude, right? <laughs> she was a very handsome woman. R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. What would you guys... I mean, who would you say today? If you're going to pick a, a superstar from today, who would you pick? Dolph Ziggler. 
real quick on that one. Really? The, the, the zigzag, he, the zigzag Not only is man. he attractive, but I think I've seen quite a bit of Swerved, and he's, he's a funny guy. He, okay. You know, he's goofy. So, I mean, I obviously like goofy idiots, so. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Matt. Bitch. Um, <laughs> today, I, uh, probably, I'd say Seth Rollins. Yeah? yeah. I think he's got You guys a- are picking people with weird faces. Like, Seth Rollins' his neck is way too big for his head. Dolph Ziggler's nose is way too close to his mouth. I wonder if you and I would match <laughs> on who we, who we would on say. Three. say. On three. One, One two, two, three. three. Fondango. Finn, <laughs> Finn Balor's face is too greasy. Sorry. He's part of that shit. His face is too greasy? That's what I said. Have you seen Fondango? No, that's spritzed. (laughs) (laughs) There's a big difference. I will say I'm saying he needs no, Finn, Balor Finn Balor needs is like the, the Rick Rude of like bodies these days. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I had and Maddie can, Mad, Madeline can confirm this. I had uh, Kenny Omega as yeah, number two in did. my account because I think Kenny Omega is a damn good looking dude. Oh, my God. Are you OK? That's why I took him out. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to answer that question. It's like if, if, if like Matt was like, count one, Christian. Count two, Christian. <laughs> Like we would Sounds start like to say like Christian okay we know you like Christian we didn't know you like him like him all right <laughs> good oh. solid show very good show Matt sorry about your loss um you can just go ahead and hang out in the loser brackets over here with me if you want yeah I, I fit in over there That'd be fun <laughs> uh, Madeline tell us uh, where people can find your band oh uh, yeah we're on the facebook's um under the toxines and i also just started instagram so there's that as well very cool and we hear you have a business yes um i'm not gonna spell out <laughs> it's it's a photography business uh freelance so we if can, you want some shots like Shawn michaels i can definitely <laughs> get the the lube and the no, lighting she for can't. you <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding she can uh yeah it's madeline m-a-d-a-l-y-n-m-a-e dash photo dot com we can nice. put it, we could put up a link to that in, in both Facebook and uh, in our Twitter. If you've, if you've seen any good shots of Jono on Facebook, it's definitely yeah. me. Except so. for ye old time photo. Oh no, this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bring General Radio is a 4D podcast production. Your on-air talent this evening has been Madeline May, Maddie Atlantic, the Red Star in Minnesota, John Beaver, and myself, SWJ Jake Beaver. Find us individually on Twitter at Maddie underscore Atlantic, at John Beaver at Stubby Two Cents, or collectively at Ring underscore Generals. Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ring General Radio, for links to the show's articles. There's a nice one on there about Gerald Briscoe talking about uh, his times with Andre the Giant. Yeah, just the the more you hear about this guy's ability to drink booze, the more you're just in amazement. We also have a couple of videos, including the WeltCulture.com fig video. We also have a video on there of James Corden's parents from late late night with our late late show with James Corden. His parents actually went to the WWE show in London and gave a report from there, which was pretty funny in its own. Um, six days, gentlemen, until our audience can hear us here once again. What should they be watching until then? 
Uh, well, with the Cruiserweight Classic going on, I've, I've recommended that the last couple weeks. I'm going to take it a little bit of a, a, a change, um, but staying in the same kind of area. So the WWE Network's collections, uh, they have the Cruiserweight Anthology now. So there's like uh, 20, 25 different matches, all Cruiserweights. Uh, so you go back all the way to you get a Tiger Mask versus Jose, Jose Estrada, Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis, all the way up to Jericho Guerrero. You get Daniel Bryan versus Jamie Noble. Um, and the most recent one on there, you got Neville against Kalisto. So a lot of, uh, lot of Cruiserweight matches to uh, to go watch, not only in the Cruiserweight Classic, but you can just find some more in the uh, collections. Very nice. Um, I actually got a chance to see over the weekend uh, the uh, Eric Bischoff documentary. Mm. Um, that guy has... A much more entertaining, and if you don't want to go buy the documentary, um, I would say just watch the first look. That's where you get to see about a solid 45 minutes of, in my opinion, stuff that I had no idea about Eric Bischoff. It's, it's amazing to hear him I had open no up about idea all of it. about how he got into AWA with mm-hmm. that crappy little throwing star toy. Yep. <laughs> um, and just like, it was such a chance thing that he even made it to where he did. So it's just. Very interesting to me. I don't think I will ever stop being interested by him and WCW's decline. So just anything I can hear about that from any perspective, it's very awesome. I recommend uh, Superstar Inc. with Kevin Owens was really good. Uh, Him and Corey Graves sitting talking about different tattoos that he's gotten. Uh, He gives a big description on the Evil Live tattoo, which was great. He gives a nice, a really awesome description also of the bull that he has on his arm and why he possibly might get a john cena tattoo (laughs) at some point in time uh also uh road trip is back for another season first show has got the club and then it also has mark henry traveling with i I don't care i believe it's jericho he travels with you want to get some to eat uh (laughs) chris Chris, I'm hungry, man. Pull over, man. Honestly, I, I imagine the club one would be amazing because I've listened to them on two podcasts mm-hmm. and they are extremely entertaining. Well, and just because it's you know, it's it, these guys have traveled the world and, and worked together for so long to see them in the car together with Styles and Anderson and Gallows is really good. So take a look at that as well. Also, check out uh, FYE.com seems to be the only place that you can get your box of bootios <laughs> and you if you are a member you get the special member price of 23.39 for a box of you cereal. get a t-shirt that looks like shit with it <laughs> sweet and Just the, like the cereal taste the cereal literally looks like lucky charms mm. if Which, i had to does it have a trombone in it tromboner <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. Uh, once again, I want to thank Madeline May and uh, Panda Pete, Proto Panda, for uh, for joining us this evening. I want to congratulate Panda on his third place finish. Well-deserved, Panda. Well-deserved. Um, yeah, up until next week, the bell tolls for the ring generals. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.